Block Party is a tech culture podcast. We do tech for the people. We cover topics ranging from cryptocurrencies, blockchain, augmented reality, artificial intelligence, and more. Our guests include entrepreneurs, creatives, and influencers. Block Party takes a unique view of tech through the lens of the people living it. Block Party is tech culture. Hey, how you doing, Christopher? <laughs> all right, no, nah, that was that was. Yo, we have the wackest <laughs> intros of all time, straight up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta be, you gotta be ready for the intro. Ready? <clears throat> all right, guys. This is the official Black Party 2019 introduction. Christopher, <laughs> yo, Chris, hit him with the intro. Hit him with your intro. Hello, everybody. Welcome to 2019. Z. Congratulations, we managed to go another round around the world. So Okay, okay. We're we're still alive, guys. And if you are listening to this, I hope you are as well. So, um this episode is a little bit <clears throat> impromptu. It's also a little bit late. Um Chris actually had the idea, and I think we should have been done this for the first episode. And basically what we're gonna do here is we're gonna talk about what Block Party is as a podcast and what we want to do on this thing, you know, who we want to host, uh, what we want to talk about, who we want to talk to, etc. Yeah. And uh, Chris, you, you want to hop in on that? Of course, of course. Um, yeah, I, I mean, conceptually speaking, it's 2019 now. We have a whole new plethora of technological, social and empirical problems that are being addressed in society today in interesting ways. And... I thought today's episode would be good exploration of the topics that we've both seen across the different uh, the different uh, industries that we cover. So, I mean, I, I guess I could kick it off first. Um, I've been seeing something kind of interesting when it came comes to gaming culture. So, okay, I mean, I know it, you're a huge gamer, man. You're a huge fan of gaming, and in fact, like I used to be. But you kind of brought it back 360. I mean, not 360, 180, my bad. 360, I'll be back in the same place. So 180, um, you introduced me to a lot of games, um, new ones, a lot, of, uh, a lot of gaming culture, a lot of references. And I really appreciated that. And I realized how much gaming has grown since, since, you know, since I left off. But I love gaming culture, especially esports in general. Just the the industry, how it's grown, uh, you know, exponentially. I mean, I, I wonder about that because I, I was thinking about this in terms of the entire tech industry because, as you know, in the last part of uh, 2018, tech stocks started just taking the incredible, incredible crash to, like, yeah. half their profit. Now, companies like EA, Activision... Ubisoft, all these games now have like empirical proof that they're switching away from the standard $60 game service to now a actively live service that extracts money over the entirety of your play. Right. Like loyalty, loyalty to a brand, loyalty to a game, a service. Um, and then, you know, like making sure that the service is up to par 
consistently so that you know a gamer is paying a gamer that's paying for something whether that's in game or just for the service itself it's always up to par and that they're consistently uh paying for something Mm -hmm. that makes sense as opposed to paying for a game and then wham bam thank you ma'am you know that's it it's over like a transactional type of uh, situation and i mean like i wouldn't say gaming is you know separate or unique in that regard i think all industries and businesses have switched over to that model and that facilitates literally a customer first centric approach always and i think that's amazing but is that detrimental to the quality of the game do you think that no this, no this, in fact this. i think that it it it, it promotes um, it promotes organizations companies game development companies I think it promotes them making updates to the game as the game goes on. If a game, for instance, like, uh, which game were you talking about? You were talking about uh, Overwatch, right? It's yeah. been out for how long? Um, 2014, I would say, 2014. 2014, and it's still going strong, right? And that has a lot to do in part with the, the development community. Well, the internal development team over there at Blizzard making constant updates to the game as they see fit, as the community feedback grows. Have you been paying attention to the recent news that's been coming out of uh, uh, Blizzard right now? I Bro, mean, like, you are my fucking uh, the, the game, news. gaming news outlet for me, man. Well, it, it's surprising because this was brought to my attention, but um, apparently the CEO of Blizzard is uh, retiring. He's out of the game now. Wow. And this is the same guy who made Activision that Activision Blizzard deal. And he managed to keep Blizzard's uh, solidarity, their like integral part, which would have been absorbed into the entire Call of Duty, Guitar Hero, Activision machine. Yeah. This guy made sure that Diablo came out, that Overwatch came out, that Starcraft came out, like like the seven year games that last forever. Okay. He's the guy, and unfortunately now he's being replaced by one of Activision board members. Willingly or and I want to I want to actually like interrupt, but willingly or not. Nah? No, this is willing. He's he's okay. Well, he's done all right. with the, he's done if it's with willing, game. if it's willing, bro. I mean, he, from the sound of it, he's done his fucking part. You know? No, no. Like, yeah, 100%. yeah. He's done his part, so as, he can retire in peace. You know, he can be like, I've done what I've had to do. I've took your company into the stratosphere and beyond. Now y'all do what you have to do. But you know? here's the thing. Here's the thing. What? What? How do you feel about like your legacy being destroyed in front of you? You know, for because, what, what's, his legacy is not are you no, talking no, about the, the company the or? company like think about it like you work on something very hard and you make it into this billion dollar generator year over year over year they are making billions of dollars off of world of warcraft right off of uh blizzard probably is the most breaded company of all absolutely the, of all the absolutely just, just based on their monetization and all yeah. that like structure that they themselves built right so now that you're leaving, you're now the, the CEO, president, chairman of the board. You're out. You're now out. And the guys who've been on your board the entire time right. been been trying to get Blizzard to make more games, more quicker games, more Call of Duties, the Blizzard Call of Duties, you know, right, the, right. the year-over-year return. The Activisions. Yeah, the Activision. But the Activision now that he's joints. gone... Those are, those are guess highly what lucrative too, but anyway. Guess what happened to... Uh, like, guess what happened to all these different uh, IPs now? Uh, Diablo, a much-loved uh, uh, community favorite, is now going When mobile. When you say IP, what, what is that? What uh, independent product. Okay. So, cool. like, 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 not like NHL. Or, I know what? It, not like NHL or 2K. Oh, got it, got or, it. Like, 
By, like, by like, the way, guys, and I there. just want to interrupt because I know I know we're on a tangent about you know the gaming industry and specifically about Blizzard. But this is this will be one topic that we would you know talk yes, about. Yes, of course, of course. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but you know, and and I'm definitely gonna look up all that stuff. And we could talk about Blizzard as one episode, like of course, uh, by, by in and of itself, in and of itself. But this would be an example like gaming industry. And if you guys noticed, we we started talking about the business aspects. I personally love talking about industries in general, like larger industries like the cannabis industry, the gaming industry, uh, the crypto industry, the blockchain companies, startup, the tech scene. Um, I think those are super interesting to me. So I'm really passionate about that. I know, Chris, you're, you're definitely passionate well, about let me, let me, let me up Well, let me round up this statement that, yeah, I, I created this tangent, but um, I actually recently just met with an uh, independent game developer. He's okay. cre- he, we were talking about uh, his new tabletop game that he's developing and how he wants to return digital aspects to the uh to the table space and how xbox live and all these online services have taken the community aspect and how he is trying to return uh philosophically the gaming back to a more intimate more communal experience right but uh I mean that's one that's one thing that I hope that we could set up for later this year. Uh, it's going to be an exciting thing that I personally you, take a lot of stake into. So yeah, uh, that's what I'm looking out for. But yo Z, what what what's been interesting you in in terms of just higher conversation? I guess um, for me, what I would love to do is to talk to startup entrepreneurs and influencers in the weeds currently really uh focusing on the grind you know wait 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 but like in the weeds like like in the yeah yeah, like really no no not like that like i meant in the weeds like in that expression like they're really in the uh, in the grind like they're currently you know uh working on their company they're swamped with a whole bunch of different aspects because i mean when you when you when you set up entrepreneurship has become kind of you know cool to do now you know what i mean i think it's become like relatively what the hell is going is that tyler oh it's travis yo so yo if you guys are uh watching no, our we're definitely not putting that up i mean we can't we can't edit that out i mean oh you you didn't have it on the master right no, I, okay I yeah, this, yeah i got this based on you man yeah yeah so basically i mean if if you guys are watching our video if you guys are a fan of watching video podcasts we also have a pretty nifty you know stream going on right now yeah, I know it'll be on our YouTube channel, but um, yeah, because I actually enjoy watching Joe Rogan's on YouTube. I don't really watch just the audio or listen to just the audio. That's another thing I would like to, uh, that's another kind of person that I'd like to talk to, actually. Yeah. Somebody who could explain us why is what, why the trend is going in a certain direction. I remember that we were talking to Dan Fratello from Marpipe, and yeah. he was talking about like the quantitative aspects of uh, the, the, the marketing game. Right. And like, I mean, marketing is dictated by how people act. Well, at the end of the day, man, I think he was just talking about the clients, but what he was saying at the end of the day, when you invest in marketing for your organization, you're looking for an ROI, right? And specifically if you're selling a product, I guess for brand awareness, whatever that means, you know, like you're just looking for clout. You're looking for noise, like to make a splash. And for larger companies, that is very important. But for, you know, a fledgling entrepreneur, I think the most important thing is to make sales, and to make sure that their product is returning on, on, in fact, in the beginning, like when you say marketing budget, they're like, damn, that sounds, it is expensive. If you look at like how much, uh, you know, larger companies spend on Facebook ads, for instance, it's a lot like, it surprises me that you can even compete as an individual 
on that type of platform because if it definitely favors uh guys with deeper pockets true, for sure true. of course so no but just like how how function how function reflects upon form is right more and more the way i was uh yeah uh, aiming with that but what? And and that's another one, you know, uh, marketing, uh, marketing industry, um, t- how technology is transforming certain industries, how it's completely eliminating some of them, um, aka blockchain companies, you know, how they're just completely disintermediating a lot of industries. Super excited about that. Um, I'm I'm working with uh, Mike. You know, mm-hmm. blockchain goes Hollywood, and we've do, we, we're doing a couple of their videos, but super cool company. They're actually linking celebrities. Uh, with clients and investors, they're forming a consulting group that I'm work. I'm, I'm, I'm a part of, and it's an amazing experience. Full working. disclosure, yeah, full disclosure, an amazing experience. So, I would love to meet you know blockchain companies and crypto companies with real use case values, like stuff like that. I think I think that's something what I would do love you, to talk about. What do you about. determine a uh, use case? Well, uh, <clears throat> something that actually uses crypto as it was intended to, with the uh, tokens being utility based as opposed to securities. Like, you know, if you, if you just want to IPO and sell shares, like you could do that regular, you know, you don't have to, I guess, or you I mean, could crowd, crypto's a little, little yeah, it's a little more. easier, but you could crowdfund. I mean, a lot of investors are running for the hills whenever they hear things like crypto or blockchain, because right now it's so hot and it's so swamped and like legal, you know? Yeah. There's just, a lot of, there's a lot of goop. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So not, not too many investors are excited about, you know, jumping on the crypto or if, if a company's like, yeah, we're a blockchain company, I guess, uh, pre- 2017 or 2018 bubble crash like yeah sure you could have got some investors but now with all the all the legal red tape around it i doubt it's as you know it's it's as um attractive to investors yeah i mean i mean makes sense makes a lot of sense yeah Uh, i've been remiss recently about the crypto industry and i know i still have faith in it a lot of people lost faith in it but i feel like i got into it in such a way that was different from everybody else. Everybody saw the only the monetary aspect of it, but not a lot of people see the driving reasons behind why this is such a good idea. Like, right. regardless of how you feel about the money or the politics or just, just any of the conditions, you know? Yeah. We, there's still a lot of use for crypto, and I would hope that we can use this year to at least explore the different companies here in New York that are really, you know, pioneering what it means to actually have proper development, proper like technical aspects that they're actually addressing. Right. And you know, that that's definitely super important. I think uh having people genuinely interested about the fundamental aspects of blockchain technology and trying to forward that, you know, trying to forward that movement like, hey, this is what blockchain does. This is how it can ameliorate a lot of situations we currently have in this industry, that industry. I think that's something to focus on, you know, like evangelism. Yeah. (coughs) Excuse me. You know, there's a whole bunch of people that I feel like we really need to talk to this year. And I mean, it's the driving philosophy behind why we do what we do, why we really. I, I think that we really. I would hope, and I'd hope you'd hope the same, is that we really just start talking to people who are really pushing the envelope here, like from the ground up, like yeah, like like you said before, like in the weeds. But I just want to talk to everybody. I think I think there are really cool people that we could talk to and 
like explore the ideas of how we can yeah. do stuff. Like, I mean, recently I've met with one other person who was thinking about creating a crowdsourced, uh, a crowdsourced rooftop gardening system here in New York City. Like uh, for vegetation? Or? Yeah, like for vegetation, okay. like different rooftops that are not being in use. Okay. Like that that real estate mm-hmm. being used to uh, grow your own farm. So the company would take care of all the rooftop gardens <coughs> and the different sectors. But people who would want to pay for a certain crop, they would always be able to retain a certain crop being sectioned out from this uh from these farms okay and then based on which rooftops you have access to so like let's say you're in uh brooklyn you have access to the brooklyn farms got it and like these are higher rated by the community who participate in this so now you have the different farms competing with each other in the same ecosystem for who's getting better reviews who's getting better produce output and stuff like that there are whole, there's a whole bunch of legal tape around that, and I <clears throat> I really want to hammer out this discussion because yeah, I think yeah, this I, is a. I would love to talk to a farmer actually. I remember Wilson was talking about this. You remember? Um, yeah, yeah. He was like, "There's a certain uh, type of farming, and it's basically indoors, but it's vertical farming." Yeah, and vertical farm. Yo, that's super actually super cool, man. Yeah, that's yeah. actually really interesting. It uses like way less resources, way less water, much more efficient. It's much more controlled environment. Uh, you can grow organically. And there's tons of like, I think in Britain, there was like bunkers that they used for like the world war. Mm-hmm. And they're out of use because yeah. there's no reason for them anymore. But um, God forbid. And now they're, you know, tr- literally remodeling that thing into a vertical farming. And it's super cool. It's unused real <clears throat> estate. Why not? Why not use it? Yeah. And it, it's also saving uh, the earth. All that stuff. I mean, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, all that, all that stuff right there. You good over there? Yo, man, I, I stay coughing, man. Well, I just got over like a baby flu, so I'm uh, still trekking. Yo, make sure you make sure <clears throat> taking care of myself. Yeah, I'm drinking that CBD kombucha, that Brooklyn kombucha, Brooklyn bucha. That's another thing I actually really want to talk about. Uh, the cannabis industry in New York City, specifically in 2019. I mean. You're very aware of it. I'm very aware of it. We both follow the news in one way, shape, yeah. or form. I mean, Cuomo just said that he wanted to get legal, uh, legalized here in New York City in 2019. And I remember seeing a recent statistic saying that by far in the United States, New York City smokes more weed. More dope. Than any other Smoking city. Smoking dope. It may be a. a, yeah. am, a I want to do more <clears throat> research into how no, the metrics are. You, you like, sent me that shit, bro. You sent me the infographic, and there was like uh, Amsterdam, a- Afghanistan, uh, Hindi. Uh, I forget which one. Jamaica, like all these. Colorado. LA, Colorado. Um, was it uh, California? Texas. Like, and, Texas. And all then, these places that you would think like, oh, easily would surpass New York City. Yeah, they would outblow us. The, the, the second city on the list didn't even come close to New York City's uh, pot smoking I, it was It was Colorado. Prowess. Colorado yeah. was at like 6 million. Yeah. And fucking we're over here at fucking champs at 11 million, uh, like yeah, fucking yeah. blowing them out of the water. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, how much pot does the tri-state smoke, you know? So it's funny, man. Um, and over here, people definitely pay a premium for, you know, decent cannabis for yeah. sure. Um, so and- imagine imagine it being brought all the way here and what businesses are being built here in New York City to actually support the development of this, gr- like, 
Look, the market has not been able to flow the way right. it should flow like no, it does yet. in Colorado. I mean, look, look at this thing. Like, uh, my sister bought me this stuff today. This is not a plug, but CBD infused kombucha, blood orange. This this shit tasted amazing, by the way. Um, 20 milligrams of CBD. This shit probably cost her like 13, 12 bucks. Jesus. 12 cash. And yeah, I was just at I was just at a diner and yeah. they're doing the CBD uh, the, the CBD drops in your coffee and the I sent you the photo. Oh of, yeah, of the, yeah, the yeah, yeah. It was like nine dollars for CBD in your. That's some yeah. try. That's some try. You, you, shit you right gotta, there. you gotta, wa- yeah, you gotta watch out because the it really depends on like the the purity and the potency of the oils, right? So you can't just like, oh, let me let me get some CBD. You you really have to look for this stuff. Like, all right, let me see what grade it is and all that stuff. So I think if they come to New York City, a lot of these shops have been opening up, you know, cannabis infused this that. Um, I think legalizing it will make the quality better, the competition better, and it'll allow people to, you know, diversify essentially their their retail businesses. So coffee shops, bars, um, real talk. I mean, I think alcohol, cigarettes, all that stuff, the fact that it's legal is is whatever, you know, I, I'm, pers- I'm a libertarian, you know, capitalist libertarian. Like, I think people should be able to do whatever the fuck they want. I think that if you want to sell this and you want to consume it, as long as you're not hurting anyone else, I think you should be able to do whatever you want. Um, however, I do believe in competition and quality. So I think them, you know, uh, doing that here, uh, creating new products, edibles, um, you know, liquids, tinctures, etc. I think there's ointments, uh, transdermals, all that stuff. It's really cool. I mean, we might see the return <clears throat> of the farmer's market here. Yeah, I mean, not that we haven't. I mean, New York City has quite the farmer's market, uh, you know, community. community. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's, for sure. It's, it's super, super. That's also another person I wanted to uh, talk to, the person who actually organizes the uh, the, the Union Square uh, farmer's market. Yeah, that's been going on for a while, That's man. been going on for a while. Imagine the logistics <clears throat> that are required to run something like that every yeah. single week when one of the most crowded places yeah. in New York City. Every and now I'm pretty sure all the farmers want to be in that bitch. You yeah, know, they like, want to be there. How That's, do they get there? What are they bringing? How long are they driving yeah. just so they could show up for the big show? Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's big. And like what if you reserve this cuz I know some guys cuz I walked that I used to walk past there every day. And some of those guys always had that, had their spot, you know? I wonder what it takes to actually reserve that space. And what happens if you, you know, you want to, is there a wait list? Is there, you know, like you can only show up there on certain days or like what's, what's the situation? You know, what I was also wondering about that is like, is it like New York City's hot dog community? You know, like okay. the carts, like they have to lease the space that they sell at. Right. Like apparently for a hot dog cart, it's like a million dollars to do hot dogs outside of 42nd Street. That's crazy. Like you have to have a lease for a million dollars because apparently your revenue will be up to a million dollars if you do a hot like the halal guys the, the that cart imagine that cart making all that money aren't like those that, things like aren't those water dogs like a dollar each or some shit yeah all man, right so here yo business 101 guys um how to make a million dollars sell one dollar's worth of value to a million people how do you do that put yourself in a place it, where the, the yeah. foot track is the foot traffic is available That's yeah it. I mean, makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah. You don't need a, you don't need a million dollar idea. You just need a dollar many, idea and repeat it a million times. Think about uh, think about the Oculus that was just recently built down by the uh, World Trade Center, which right. actually reminds me. I was listening to this uh, other podcast uh, about the insurance case around what? the World Trade Center. Okay, like like how the insurance got handled for a billion seven billion dollar deal. Okay, but like 
So I was, I was, I was thinking about this in the Oculus. How many people go through that place? How many people are Apple really targeting right there by being right there, right next to the to the path train in that double decker, beautiful? You're talking about the uh, the thing that looks like I don't even know, like a skeleton looking white. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah, if, <clears throat> for audience that not, that's not familiar with uh, New York City architecture and neighborhoods and landmarks and stuff like that, you want to explain what that is? So basically, the Oculus is the train station hub for all the subways that congregate in lower Manhattan. And this Oculus also connects to the PATH train, which comes from New Jersey. So people who come from New Jersey to work here and be actual adults. And uh, the rest of us New York City children (laughs) just manage to live. But it's a place where there are a lot of shops like Casper. You know Casper's on the second floor of that? Uh, the mattress. The Oculus, yeah, yeah, that's what I know. Yeah, so I was thinking about this. How many people traffic through the uh, the Oculus? How Because you just said how to make a million dollars, sell a dollar's worth of value to a million people. Right. How many millions of people are going through? Yeah. Like every day. Not unique, just every single day how many people are going through that apparently like, i don't know if you Jersey. could pe- i don't know if you could peddle stuff there because those those stores that they got there the retail space the boutiques and stuff those are some high-end stores man i see you know montclair burberry right inside the, yeah. the oculus so it's a big they're, they're, yeah like imagine the rent the, imagine the rent apple's paying yeah i didn't even know they had an apple store there really no no idea oh Damn, I would love to talk to somebody who works at Silverstein Properties. Yeah, even That's- real estate. Real estate is super cool. Um, I think that <clears throat> there's a lot of stuff going on in New York City's real estate market. Um, I, I've talked to a few people. They're like, yeah, it's overvalued. But then the price just keeps going up. So I'm like, and people are willing to pay it. So I, I don't even know <laughs> you know, what, what that's about. Um, there's just so much stuff, especially concerning tech. Like I feel like there's so many industries being uh, uprooted and just revolutionized by tech you know, in general, like one, one piece of tech could absolutely, you know, create something brand new and valuable to, to an entire industry, or it could destroy it, you know, like streaming services, boom, brick and mortar, uh, video, th- video shops, aka blockbuster gone, you know, like stuff like that. Really cool stuff, man. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you should listen to this podcast called business wars. You'd business wars. Yeah. You'd absolutely love it. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, so what what other what other action that you've been thinking about just so that we could wrap this up all nice and tight? Yeah. Well, I mean, we have the, this cool uh, intro that Yannick did for us, and we're like artificial intelligence, uh, blockchain, cryptocurrencies, uh, vi- gaming. You know, I mean, I feel like our audience have heard has already heard that like <clears throat> startups. Yeah. Startup that 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 intro is well designed, by the way. It's yeah, so yeah. well designed. We yeah. Have to shout out to Yannick. Yannick yo. Yeah. Yannick St. Just guys. Amazing producer, aka Muddy Gold on Instagram, super awesome guy. Um, I think he's in. I think he's in Saint Lucia right now, man. He's enjoying his life. He's ki- he's cooking it out there. He's cooking, man. Oh, um, man. Yeah, he he sent me some shit with a with a real nice studio. You know, like the automatic studios, the the way it adjusts by itself. Yeah. Yeah, that thing is cool, man. I didn't, I didn't even know what that was. I thought that was like some sort of like video production, like magic in the background. <laughs> I didn't know it does that by itself. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. He's, Technology is ill yeah yeah so yeah definitely uh artificial intelligence is really cool i think it's in its nascent stages uh i would love to talk to someone who's you know who's in the field 
with that medical technology super cool man uh genetic engineering i mean that's some next level shit but i, I definitely feel that it's going to be a reality a real reality like an everyday reality for us in the next 20 years so uh wrapping 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 this whole thing up where do you th- what do you think are going to be the big topics of 2019 2019 in terms of business in terms of social experimentation i think the big topic for 2019 is gonna be how long can this economy last before this shit crashes i'm calling this right now this thing is going to fucking the smp is going to 1700 there's no way in chance the the feds can just keep inflating this market with artificial money um i've talked to a few people i actually watched that podcast with joe rogan peter schiff peter schliff peter schiff the guy on uh the guy who went to occupy wall street and with the sign he was like i'm the one percent ask me ask me questions you know yeah that guy he absolutely i i believe like 99 percent of what he says I, I listened to that podcast and i was like this guy's on the money you really think you really think that's <coughs> gonna second recession territory yeah i think that we're due for a recession man i think we should have had a recession he says this too in 0908 when that crash happened i think that the the fed just artificially inflated it instead of letting it ride its course the natural course and now you know um we're somewhere upwards of 110 trillion dollars in unfunded liability debt right so that's like 80 percent, a little bit under 80 percent of the united states uh total gdp and assets right mm-hmm. that's insane that's absolutely insane we're producing no fucking value we we're just able to consume products from our store shelves and online because other countries are willing to produce those goods because we keep giving them credit like hey yep we'll pay you here here and we're just inflating the economy with imaginary bills we are producing absolutely no value and we're able to buy, buy these goods at super cheap price we're just one giant credit card that's what we are like <clears throat> if you look at i mean from a macro perspective that's what we're doing and then on an individual perspective when you like really drill down into it individual americans are basically um living on credit the almost 80 percent, i think was the statistic they that no one has savings like they have one month of savings they're living paycheck to paycheck that's wild i, don't, I think it's even higher i think it's like 90 percent of people are living paycheck to paycheck and i don't even think it's because they we're so poor i think it's because people just don't have good uh principles on saving and keeping track of their money and being smart you know with their with how they handle their finances you know what i'm wondering it's a consumerist culture that's it that's all i'm going to say we should we and should we should we should have a recession but yeah go ahead man we, we we really should definitely talk to somebody hopefully somebody in the we work network that's doing something about this like about like yeah is there anybody doing social responsibility with banking and services i feel <sighs> like i've I mean, there's like, tons like, of apps coming out, right? Like Mint and like Personal Capital. And then uh, these are not plugs, by the way. Um, what's that? Clarity Money. There's a, like basically like, yo, keep track of your finances, motherfucker. We don't want to see you in debt, you know, like that. Those types of personal finance apps. So there's definitely an awareness like banking and like uh, fintech companies are basically like, what's the biggest issue that individuals are having? And it's keeping track of their money, keeping track of their savings, keeping track of subscriptions that they're or things services that they're subscribed to that are draining their bank accounts you know like just be aware of things yeah absolutely yeah. yeah i mean that's one thing personal finance is really cool for sure personal development yo honestly i know this is, we we <clears throat> we tailor this as a tech podcast but 
man, I love uh, talking about, uh, you know, personal development too, uh, self-improvement, kind of like the Gary Vee shit, oh my you know? God. Yeah, yeah. But like, I know, I know you're, I know you, yeah, Chris, if you can see Chris's face is just a look of exasperation. But um, yeah, those, that stuff is important too. Cause I mean, that really all ties up like psychology and like neuroscience really ties up into that stuff. Like what kind of influencers and, and entrepreneurs and tech guys, like what they think and how they think. Cause to be, to, to start an Amazon, first you have to think like a Jeff Bezos. I'm not saying you have to be Jeff Bezos, but you have to think like him in certain regards. Like there has to be principles, right? Like to be an investor like Ray Dalio, you have to be, uh, you have to subscribe to certain principles, sets of, you know, very <clears throat> immutable laws that govern the world of finance, right? Immutable laws that govern the world of e-commerce, right? You have to understand these things and you have to abide by them. Otherwise, you'll get fucked. You know, you'll, you, you're not, there's no, there's no chance you'll survive amongst individuals and behemoths that really uh, understand what they're doing, really understand the fundamental layers of, of these industries. So I, I definitely subscribe to all that stuff, you know, natural law, um, you know, spirituality is really cool. I know you're a huge fan of Joe Rogan and he talks about some wild shit. Hey, I only, I think, have you I tried think DMT? Have you, have you ever tried DMT? Why would I, like, what? <laughs> Yo, the, every time he asks that question, I, I'm just like, yo, Joe, deadass. Like, yo, you wildin', bro. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, let's let's call this one a wrap. Uh, yeah. Everybody who's listening. You yo, just this, is, this is the episode. official introduction. Oh, not really official. Nah, not really. We're, just, we're, we're beyond yeah. that now. Yeah, yeah we're, okay, we're, we're, gonna, we're, we're But definitely we're, we're listen, to the, listen, to, yeah, listen to this podcast first. I, I think we'll put the disclaimer well, I mean, in there. I mean, this will be the first episode of 2019. 2019 all of our, all our yeah. content can be uh, consumed in any yeah. order, way, or fashion. We're not really keeping topical. I mean, we, we do talk about the topical nature of what's going on in conjunction with what we're talking about, but... You can watch any episode at any time on any podcast, wherever you might want to go watch it. Yeah, we're, we're on, on Spotify. We're on Anchor. We're on Anchor. Anchor? Yeah, we're on yeah, Anchor. Yeah, we're on Anchor. Anchor's awesome. Uh, we're on Spotify. We're on YouTube. You can catch this episode on- We're on iTunes, uh, we're on iTunes Podcasts. Yeah. Yo, uh, let's do this over. Chris, right. go. <laughs> if you really want to go listen to us here at the Block Party, we can be found on Spotify, Anchor- YouTube, uh, <laughs> Google Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, and you can also find us. Actually, no, they can't find us on Google Podcasts. Yet. They can. No, they can't. It's up. Anchor Anchor uploads it for us, man. Uh, I'm not. I, I haven't seen us. Yeah, no. Google Podcast. Yeah, we're, we'll we'll have to look at that. But we'll have to look at your phone. But no, Google Podcast, iTunes Podcast, and Spotify. Anchor does for us. Oh well, then yeah, we're all we're on all those po- uh, different. Uh, I wish. I hope. I want to get us on Castbox too. Castbox. There are a lot of there are a lot of different platforms. There are a lot of different ways you can consume us. But yeah, if you sure. want to consume us video wise, we're on YouTube. We're always gonna put these videos up there. Yeah. If you want to catch us on Spotify. I love the way that Spotify looks. That's just personally me. It looks well with our colors. If you go to Spotify, yeah. the dark green with the dark blue and purple, you already yeah, know. Yeah. You can see Spotify. that logo over there in the bottom. But, uh, yeah, but if you if right. you aren't subscribed to um, if you're not subscribed to, well, do you have to be subscribed to all these services to get these pod? No, right? It's free. No, it's free. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If so, you want to hear us <clears throat> at any time, yeah. anywhere, any way you want to consume us. If you want video, video. we're on YouTube. If you want to catch up on what we're doing on the Dolo, you can find us at blockparty.io. 
yeah. or at block party You'll, we're gonna put it somewhere in the link in the, yeah, yeah in the link well, we're the working on the website but it's block dash party dot io so it's not the word dash it's like a minus sign so yeah use that yeah and uh if you want to see us on apple Podcasts, we're there too and from time to time me and z tweet i think i, I think yeah we, yeah we, could, we have we have official instagram too we got to rework that and yeah this is 2019 is going to be the year of the content for black party for sure absolutely we're, we're getting <clears throat> we're going to be up in we work on 705th avenue it's an amazing space six floors so we're gonna have access to a whole bunch of cool entrepreneurs startup guys designers influencers and we can't wait to have you on our podcast and talk to you about the stuff we want to talk about that you want to talk about and that you guys out there at home listening to us want to listen to all right well i think that's all she wrote yep that's it, it baby. all right peace peace yeah it was pretty good